actually got approached and I, I was thinking to myself, why have you picked me? This is so weird. And I, you know, what have I got to say that anyone would want to hear? Hi, girlfriends, and welcome to Beauty Boss, the podcast that's for your ears that's all about your face. I'm Jackie from Team Girlfriend, as always, and I'm here with my beautiful co-host, Alana. Heidi ho friends. Each week, we'll be bringing you an interview from some of the biggest celebs in the industry. We've also got to tick off our beauty fails, holy grails. We've also got our interview with mega babe superstar turned author Elise Knowles. She's lovely, she's stunning, and she's here live at GFHQ with us today. You might have first heard her name when she appeared as a contestant on The Block and won the whole damn show with long-term partner Josh Barker. But now the gorgeous model seems to be everywhere we look. At just 26, she's an ambassador for Maya, the face of beauty brands like Aveda, and she's just written her first book, From Me to You, which is out now. But what we love most about her is that she's just a really lovely girl. So welcome to the podcast, Elise Knowles. Thank you. That was a, a big wrap. That was so nice. <laughs> Rattling off everything. I can't believe how much you have squeezed into your 26 years. Yes. It's insane. It is insane. And that's pretty much, I've squished every element. Well, I tried to get it into this book. So I really did have to take a trip down memory lane. Um, and I had had to get family to, you know, help me out and trigger my mind again and friends. So, um, yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of info in there. Yes. Well, Alana and I have taken a sneak peek at it. and Just we a cheeky squeeze. Yes, cheeky squeeze, and we absolutely love it. Um, before we get into all of that, though, we would love to start with our quick five fire questions, which we do with all of our lovely, gorgeous gals and boys that come in. <laughs> Hit me. Okay. <laughs> Number one, if you could only use one beauty product for the rest of your life, what would it be? Ooh, one beauty product. It would be CC cream. Ooh, do you have a specific one? Ooh, no, I swap it up every day. Yeah? I love it. Just <laughs> one word to describe your morning routine. Fast, quick, effective, natural. That was like five words. That wasn't my <laughs> one word. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. What was, your, what was your biggest beauty fail? Eyebrows. I plucked them all off when I was younger. <laughs> now it's did it. Yeah, now it's a big trend to have them all there. <laughs> And what's the beauty trend you've never mastered? Eyeliner. I just can't get it right. I can't get them even. Um, Yeah, I still need to learn more about that. And final question, when do you feel most beautiful? When I'm myself, when I'm not trying to be anyone else, but I'm only Elise. Perfect. (laughs) Sounds like the best time. (laughs) That's amazing. I would almost have to agree with you there when I feel my most self, mm-hmm. I guess, would be in the morning when I wake up, <laughs> bare-faced, red hair, my eyes, bed hair, everything, and I'm like, maybe I should just stay at home today. Maybe I should do nothing. <laughs> See, mine's when I get home and it's like, wash the day off, have a shower, sit in my pajamas, good Ooh, dinner, yeah, just chill. Pajamas. I don't have to go anywhere. I don't have to do anything. Yeah. That's it. I feel really satisfied when I've got up I've um you know put my natural skincare on I've taken the dogs for a walk I go to the gym and after that I just feel so powerful I feel amazing and I feel like I could take on the whole day and everything else that's going to come at me <laughs> have you like always been like that since you were a teenager has that whole gym and exercise routine been a part of? I've yeah I've really been invested into it for a long time my mum Uh, taught me a lot about exercise. She would even, you know, we would have young 
siblings, like my brother mm. and sister would be young and she would cut laps of the court. You know, we've got hills around where we live. So she would be going up and back and then she would check on the kids and then go up and back. So she taught me that fitness and health is really important, not only for your body, but for your mind to feel great from the inside out and you really do shine. So whenever mum was going for a run, I would be like, I'm coming with you. <laughs> and I would um, hike up the hills and try and catch up to her, which was pretty hard when I was younger. Or I'd always go on walks with her with the dogs Mm. and yeah she taught me being active and being outside in nature helps you you know have a positive mind frame makes you um be motivated for the whole entire day that is twice now that you've mentioned dogs i have to bring it up (laughs) are you a dog lover (laughs) am i a dog lover i think everyone knows that (laughs) yes i am i'm the crazy dog lady (laughs) And I'm fine with that. It's okay. They're my children. I feel like there's always that moment where you realise you're a crazy dog lady, though. What was yours? <laughs> I don't know. I think people remind me of it all the time. <laughs> I don't I don't think I'm a crazy dog lady. And then everyone just comments on things like, man, you're obsessed with your dogs. I'm like, well, I can't have kids yet. No, I don't want to have kids yet. But I've got two dogs and I treat them like my kids. Yeah. Um, I just love them. I think I realise as well when... <laughs> In any conversation, everyone asks, how's their, uh, your family going? How's the dogs? How's Josh? I'm like, oh, yeah, the dogs are amazing. <laughs> like, oh, I love them. I miss them so much. They're like, how's Josh? I'm like, oh, yeah, 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 he's good. <laughs> he's fine. So jumping back when you were talking about, um, you know, running with your mum and that sort of thing, did you have like a really big insecurity when you were growing up around that? Yeah, when I was growing up, I think my body was changing quite early compared to a lot of a lot of other girls. Mm. I was in primary school and I think I, you know, hit puberty around grade 5 yeah. and mm. I was, you know, getting boobs and I my period came in early grade 6. Yeah. So, one of the first girls to get it and I was, you know, I was learning a lot along the way, but I was the tall girl with the boobs that w- it was all happening. Thrown into young. the deep end. <laughs> thrown in and I had to learn real quick. Um, I My body was sh- changing as well. I was mm. becoming more curvy, but I was okay with it. I think the one element that did annoy me or get to me a little bit was my hips. And I think, you know, if I was, you know, going through that time of mother, you know, you, you just feel a little bit shit sometimes. Yeah. And I'd go, oh man, I wish I didn't have the hips that I did. But you know, it's part of me and I, I've become a curvy girl with nice hips and, you know, I'm broader at the shoulders and I'm proud of it now. I don't know why I thought that way. And I just, I wish I knew back then that everyone's completely different. Everyone's, mm. everyone's got elements of their body that they don't like, yeah. which is silly. We should love ourselves sick about everything that we have. So mm. we're, we're very lucky to have this healthy body. You know, we've got amazing skin. We've got, you know, two legs we can walk on. We've got clean water every day. We're very lucky here in Australia. We're very lucky to grow up Definitely. in the families that we are brought up in. So little things like that, like your hips or, you know, everyone has something different is something silly to be caught up on. Everybody has that weird thing and then somebody tells you that, like, I've always thought that I have a really wide nose. (laughs) Nobody ever agrees with me, but I think I do. See, we all have something, but um, it just gets brought down through generations. Mm. My mum's got wider hips. My sister does too, but, you know, you embrace it, girl. (laughs) Is there anything you do to, like, combat that? Because I know sometimes I wake up in the morning and I'm feeling, like, 
frumpy and gross and no matter how much makeup I put on or, you know, no matter what beautiful dress I can put on, I'm, I'm still going to feel that, you know, just like that off feeling. Yeah, I think sometimes that off feeling really generates from the mind. Mm. And it's, I tell myself, how can I make myself happier? Okay, what makes me happy? I, I'm i happy when I get to go outside and do something adventurous and do something fun and um, not, you know, sitting on emails at home or I love going to the beach with my dogs and um, just being out in the open. The mind is such a powerful element that can change our mood instantly. So if you're feeling like that during the day, you know, we need to find things that trigger happiness. You know, it can even be smells, like essential oils that can really calm us or, you know, clear our mind. Things like that you can do to make yourself feel good. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we just have crappy days. Yeah. we got to accept that. <laughs> you got to accept that, you know, not every day is a great day, but, you know, we're, we're lucky and tomorrow we, it will be better. Definitely agree with that. You've just kind of got to get yourself out of a funk sometimes, even Mm. if you still feel like you're in it. Yeah, I think as well, switching off from technology, switching off from social media, putting your phone away. Don't wake up with your phone next to you that you can then go switch on and have a swipe and then you see something that you're going to compare yourself to or, you know, say that, oh, man, I wish I could have that or their life's better. You know, that's always something that goes through girls, particularly their minds. So... Eliminating that factor out of your morning routine can put you in such a good mood. I always tell myself, put the phone away, number one, when I'm going to bed, put the alarm on. Then I have to, you know, jump out of bed, turn the alarm off, (laughs) which gets me out of bed. Um, But then I don't touch my phone until after gym. So I get up, get changed, go to gym, do my workout. I feel amazing because I'm strong now. And then I get back to my car and... um, I have a look at my phone to see, you know, who's annoyed me yet (laughs) and then drive home and I get to think about my day, how am I going to start it, what am I going to eat, what food's going to give me energy for the day and I think it's just a really great way to clear your mind before you even start the day. Yeah, especially on that whole like social media aspect with Instagram in particular these days. A lot of people I find are sort of judging a book by its cover yeah. and um, in particular with you because you're so beautiful. Uh-huh. Do you yeah. find that <laughs> that some people... Right back at your girlfriend. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> um, yeah, are you finding that some people kind of um, put you in that category that you're so beautiful so you would get things easier and, and you know, yeah. you never have a bad day, you never feel bad about exactly. yourself. Or, yeah. yeah, I think that's the whole world of social media. Everyone posts their absolute best photo of themselves. Mm. And who's, who knows what they do with that image? You know, they colour tone it, you know, do they edit it? You never know. It's a funny world um, <laughs> that we live in but it's just believing in yourself taking the mickey out of yourself sometimes and making sure you post that stuff because that's real you know I get the most comments on the things where I'm riding motorbikes or I'm water skiing or I'm rolling around in the dirt you know that's real that's what people want to see they don't want to see the picture perfect person that so many people are posting. I mean, everything kind of starts to look the same eventually anyway. If everybody's trying to take the same photo, Mm, having the same breakfast, going to the same holidays. It's Mm. very repetitive. You mentioned, um, you know, riding on bikes and rolling in the mud and that sort of Mm. thing. Did you use a lot of makeup when you were growing up? I've always been surrounded by makeup. I started modelling when I was 10. Wow. So when you're that age, they don't don't put much on you. They put a bit of blush 
a little bit of mascara on your top eye, eyelashes, but that's it. Um, and I'm grateful they didn't do any more because that's silly to put makeup on kids. So I've always been surrounded by it. I've always loved it. I've always taken care of my skin. I was very lucky to get through primary school and high school without not having too many skin troubles. And my brother and my sister went through full on acne. And I'm like, how did I get through that? How did I not get that? But then, hello, (laughs) after high school, I went through it all. I was like, damn it. I thought I got through it. You went through everything else early. Yes. Everything else early. So I dealt with skin problems when I was older and I tried to cover it up, but it made it worse. So it was such a tricky element, you know, to to live through. But, you know, your skin changes, your hormones changes. We're Mm. women, you know, we're hormonal. We're... (laughs) Um, things happen, our skin changes and a lot of other things change, but that's just our journey. You mentioned, um, you know, you having acne. How did you learn how to just do your makeup in general? I was testing out a lot of skincare products because mm. I knew I had to look after my skin and everything I put it, I was putting on it was reacting. Yeah. So I thought, number one, I need to figure out a skincare product that would work for me. I need to figure out my, you know, hormones, what's happening yeah, um, but makeup was also making it worse. Yeah, so I needed to find natural things that was gonna, you know, cover it up. So I felt confident, and it was a big issue because I, you know, when you have a big breakout, you feel like, oh man, I don't, I don't want to go to work, or I don't want to go to school, mm-hmm. I don't want to look at everyone's going to look at my face. So it, it comes quite an issue. I went to dermatologists. I I saw a yeah. lot of people and I my mum saw it, you know, she saw she knew that it was an issue. How are we gonna fix it? But sometimes you just gotta go through the the ride. I ended up having to go on medication for it. Yeah. To clear it up. But I, I was trying everything under the sun not to go on the medication because that can mess with you as well. Mm. And that can have a worse effect. So I urge you to try and figure out before you go on medication. Mm. I know particularly for me, I hit you know, I guess my teenage years later on in regards to my skin, I was blessed growing up at Mm. school. I rarely had a spot on my face and then started full-time work and it rained down. And now I have an intense, almost eight-step skincare routine. You do? Yeah. Your face is glowing. (laughs) Look at you. Stop. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you for noticing. So clear and beautiful. I was the complete opposite. I was like the typical like high school acne everywhere like I cut in this huge fringe to try and cover my forehead but that made it worse because my hair was on it all day and it was getting like sweaty and oily and then Mm. I'd get home and I'd have to like wash my fringe in the sink so that it didn't get oily it was like a complete mess and I'm still going through it (laughs) living the dream but my mum says that my skin's oily so I won't wrinkle as quickly so that's what I'm going with Rolling with that one. That's what I'm I going like with. It. I'll deal with the pimples now so I'm not wrinkly yeah. when I'm old. <laughs> uh-huh. I would like that. Do you have any sort of go-to products? Because I noticed that you've mentioned a couple of times now that you love, you know, that sort of the natural alternative. So you ha- do you have anything that... Yeah, yeah um, I use a lot of um, little Aveda products mm. and they're all naturally derived um, ingredients. So they're taking a lot of time and research into knowing what goes in them. Um you know, all our, our skin's absorbing all these 
you know, chemicals and it's so scary. Like you said, you want to grow old gracefully. And you want to know that whatever you're putting on your face isn't going to affect it, you know, 20 years down the line. Mm. Um, I use Aesop a lot. That's, they have such beautiful products in there. Um, Medic 8 as well. That's more of a um, formulated ingredients, um, which helped me a lot when I was going through that acne stage. Mm-hmm. What about your book now? Because, um, yeah, as we said earlier, we've had a little Jumping sneak back peek. <laughs> yeah. What made you sort of jump into that? Oh, it was such a wild journey, to be honest. <laughs> um, I actually got approached and I, I was thinking to myself, why have you picked me? This is so weird. And I, you know, what have I got to say that anyone would want to hear? <laughs> And they're like, are you kidding me? you got so much to say. I'm like, um, I think I've already, you know, shown everyone. <laughs> but there's so much more to, you know, your life journey and your beliefs and your values than you think. So it took me a good year to write this book, to really think back to what happened and how did I get to where I am today and <laughs> what were the crazy journeys I went on and the adventures and the lows and the highs and the in-betweens. So I... I had to think back. My my family, you know, had to trigger me going, do you remember this? I'm like, oh, yeah, that did happen. Or I did go away then. Or I did, you know, travel by myself for two months when I was 15 years old. You know, there's so many journeys I went on that made me the person I am today, that made me straight smart, made me wise in different ways. I might not be the biggest book smart person, but I'm pretty wise and pretty you know, mature for my age. And I I take that back to my experiences and how traveling by myself and working in the modeling industry at such a young age has, you know, made me grow into the person I am and I'm grateful for it. I feel like it's one of those things that something that you don't even think was a big decision at the time Mm. ends up being something that takes you on this whole other journey. Whereas it's like that sliding doors moment that if you made a different decision, Mm -hmm. like where would you have gone instead? And even if it's a negative, it doesn't matter because you're learning from it and you're growing from it. Um, I had so many negatives when I was growing up. Yeah, it makes me realize now how lucky I am and it makes me realized that I worked really, really hard to get to where I am. And nothing happens with a click of a finger. You can write down your dreams, but hey, you can't say that's going to happen next year or in five years time. You you have to work really, really hard to get there and figure out a journey. I always say it's a hundred meter sprint. You're going to have 10 hurdles along the way. You're going to fall, you're going to trip over, but then you get back up and you try again. And you can see the end end of the 100 meter sprint and you just go as fast as you can you're going to go down but you go back up I write down lists I have lists everywhere oh God, I love lists. scrap paper you know mm. back of an envelope you write down what you want to do today and then it kind of gets bigger what do I want to do this week all right what's my goal for this month what do I want to achieve all right this year what's my goals who do I want to link to who I want to work for what holidays I want to go to what downtime I'm going to have, you know, just keep working towards your, your big goals and you can really knuckle it out if you take it small and then get larger over time. You've certainly <sighs> given me a lot yeah. to think about in that <laughs> last few things. Don't worry, I'm still figuring it out too. <laughs> Every day's a learning curve. I think it's time for our final question of the day to wrap us all up. What is the advice you would give to your 16-year-old self if you could go and talk to her now? 
Oh, 16-year-old self. Don't compare yourself to others, that you're completely different to everyone and you're absolutely beautiful um, because your journey is completely different to everyone else. And life is going to be amazing. You just have to go along with it. So good. Thank Thank you so much for coming in today. Yeah, thanks, Liz. No worries. Thanks for having me. We need to go through our beauty fails, holy grails. Jackie, Jackie, please, what is your fail of the week? (laughs) Well, I've been trialing some new products for this podcast, actually. Delightful. I admit I do not read instructions. It's a really bad fault of mine, and I know this, but I continue to just not read them. Do you also hate IKEA? So I got this new, uh, it was like a mascara set from Rimmel. So you put on the serum overnight and it supposedly grows your lashes. So over 30 days, um, yeah, you have longer lashes. Amazing. How Um, many days has it been? Because your eyelashes are looking very bushy. Stop. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) We're day seven. And I don't know whether it's a placebo or not, but I feel like my bottom lashes, they're definitely longer. Uh-huh. But that's not sidetracked. <laughs> Back to the story. So I pull out the wand of the serum, so it's just like a clear sort of goo, and it's Delightful. different to a mascara wand. It has the little ridges like normal, but on the tip, it's like a like a winged um, eyeliner, you know, like, like a, a felt tip or a brush, like felt tip, like mm-hmm. from a liquid pot. Yeah. So looked at this. Normal person would go, "You should read the instructions to know how to apply this." Jackie, however, did not, thought that's an unusual brush, continued to just slather it over my lashes. Went to bed, woke up, could not open my eyes. Some major conjunctivitis vibes? So conjunctivitis, it was not funny. I had to like feel my way around the house to get to the bathroom and like splash water on my face. I'm a strict nighttime face washer as well, so not Just throwing your whole morning out, really. Anyway, I continued to do this for six days. Seventh night rolls around after many pokes in the eye with this weird felt tip point. Maybe I should read the bottle. No, no, Jackie. You should have used that tip to run it along your lash line. That's it. No need to coat your lashes. Just a just a light touch exactly. of ask, serum. Ask me how I woke up this morning, Alana. Were your eyes stuck together, Jackie? No, they were beautiful, open, easy, not stuck together at all. I feel like this is like a fail and a holy grail in one. Exactly. Well, With the longer bottom lashes and the conjunctivitis eyes, you've combined the two. Exactly. <laughs> so, I mean, I'll let you know. I've still got... A few weeks left of my just a couple <laughs> of my trial, but so far now I know how to use it. I'm looking forward to it. But what item have you pulled out of your drawer this week, Alana? That you're loving? What I am loving this week is the Frank Body like lip scrub and shimmery lip balm. Tell me more. It is delightful. I suffer from very dry, crusty lips. I think I'm an open mouth sleeper, um, <laughs> which does cause a lot of dry Gorgeous. mouth issues. <laughs> Also, I just look hideous. That's fine. Um, But then I get really crusty, gross lips, and that's not a cute situation ever. Uh, So (laughs) I had no idea that they branched out into other products. They branched, and they branched good. Interesting. So you loved it. I did love it. And then the shimmery lip balm, oh, it just tops you right off. Are we talking about an everyday use? Yes. I'm an every morning scrubber. Interesting. Mm. Love this. And if you don't have a lip scrub, use the back of your toothbrush. With the little tongue scrubber. <laughs> tips brought to you by Alana. So many tips. I'm full of them. 
That's about all we have time for today, but please make sure that you subscribe so we can drop into your ear holes on the reg. Yes, and please rate, review the podcast. It'll really help us out and mean we can drop into more people's ear holes. Maybe we've said ear holes a little bit too much. Mm, maybe. <laughs> you can find us on Instagram at Beauty Boss Podcast and slide into our DMs. Tell us if there's any products you want us to review or any amazing beauty bosses you want to hear more about. And next episode, we'll be bringing you another interview with a seriously amazing beauty boss. So until then, don't forget to moisturize your elbows when you fake tan. Bye.